Welcome to the Innovation World Podcast, your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Time to get started. Danielle, thank you so much for joining the Innovation World Podcast series tonight. We want to explore, explore a little bit about your innovation story, but before we get started, let me make just a couple real quick announcements for Innovation World. Um, we have uh, launched the National Innovator Challenge, which is a K-12 innovation competition held in the USA for students all around the United States. And this year it's a little bit different because this year we will have accept entries for ideas, apps, and prototypes. So we're really trying to widen that net of innovators and very excited to do so. Registration is open now and it remains open until May 31st. So anybody interested in signing up, you can bring with you an innovation you did in the past, as long as it's yours, or a brand new innovation to the contest, whatever you like to do. And one of the best parts about it is uh, top innovators from that program will be advanced to the inventfuture.global's Global Innovation Challenge, which takes place September 25th and October 2nd. Very exciting. The top 100 innovators from around the world will be invited to that program. So go on to the website, take a look when you can and sign up. So with that, I want to introduce the co-host this evening. My name, by the way, is Julie Shively and our co-host, Jake Mendelson. Say hello, Jake. Hello. Hello. Uh, this is very exciting, but uh, I really want to talk to our guest tonight because I, I can't wait to hear what she's done. So why don't you give us an introduction of yourself, tell us what grade you're in, what your name is, and how you ended up on this podcast. My name is Darielle Egan. Uh, I'm in third grade. I'm nine, and I actually go to school at Goldock Academy, which is right by our house. But um, I wanted to do it because I had originally come up with an idea, um, and Along, like, um, when I first started getting ideas, um, a few months back, we, uh, we had a fire and we lived in a hotel and uh, there was like a measles breakout and we didn't want to get the measles. So uh, I tried making a germ stick out of a coffee stir. But then I later found that during COVID, they made a, a special type of thing to open doors. So um, at some point I went through some ideas until I found uh, an idea where I basically put some massager items like a, a, a shoulder massager and a back massager into a coat with like fleece so it'd be warm and massaging. And you'd have a remote with all the different settings and um, it would pretty much help everybody during the winter because you know you'd be shoveling and you'd be like oh this hurts so much and you'd be just <laughs> taking a dog out or just walking when it's cold and everybody likes a little massage so especially during COVID nobody's not a lot of people are going to the nail places so that we were like really happy just to have a little massage because nobody's going anywhere. What prompted you to start inventing, though? Were you in an invention program, or did you do something through school, or did you just decide, I want to solve a problem? Well, I was, I came up with an idea, like, another of my ideas was to have, like, a little umbrella, and, like, I'd figure out the details different, 
later, but like for a dog. But then I found out that somebody had already invented something just like it. So I couldn't like fill in a form for that. And then somebody say, oh, look, there's another one. She must have just copied it from the Internet. So um, at some point, I got the great idea to slap a massager between coat, which I haven't made. Like, I haven't made it. But um, somehow I got the idea just like once into my brain. I don't know how I got it. But I but once we had like um, a place on the Internet, I was trying to come up with an idea because the dog when I the dog went. What do you mean by it? What do you mean by a place on the internet? Well, uh, we had searched um, places like student grants, um, but so we found this organization. So once we found that, I was trying to even before. Well, once we found that, I was trying to cover come up with an idea. So was that the National Museum of Education you're talking about? There's students. Student Innovators for a Better Tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, so you were one of their award winners. Yeah, uh, when we found it out, uh, my mom was like, everybody come down here. And uh, I honestly, the way she was acting about it, I was like, the kids vaccine came out, I guess. But uh, it turned out that I won, which I didn't know that I would do because this was my first tie of making an idea and actually entering it in a competition, so. Very nice. So do you think you would have this massager in different kinds of coats or just winter coats? I'd say pretty much a winter coat because in a summer, you wouldn't really walk around with a coat at all and that'd be hot anyway, but the idea was pretty much like a winter coat. But um, the way I thought about it, you could probably make a, a whole bunch of different colors, like black and white. And some of those colors was because my mom went through different colors of a winter coat. So I thought, what about brown? What about white? What about black? But um, one of the colors that I thought of was um, a neon reflective one, yeah. like, a, like a, the traffic cops or something they could wear that and not have to wear anything over, well, they'd have to wear something under it, but nothing over it, like their vest. That's please, they should wear something under it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. I wasn't even thinking about people that work outside all the time, mail carriers and traffic cops and you know con contractors of all different kinds that could, could wear this. I was thinking when I was talking about different coats, I meant like, like raincoats and things like that, you might wear in the spring and fall. So you might get a little more longevity out of your invention if you if you um, expand it into different kinds of coats too. But what a great idea. So how would you power it? Um, well, in my idea, the coat would have a battery in it. The uh, Not the coat, the uh, massagers would have like a battery in it. And then the and then the remote would have a charger but thinking about that it's not really or anyway that's not really a good idea for the charger because I'm really bad at charging things when it comes to me so like if I wanted to wear a watch I'd have to charge it that day because I didn't charge it the day before well luckily your product is probably for somebody old much older that needs to have this massage thing so you're in luck you probably won't use it as much as as the rest of us would anyway and, and we tend to remember those things a little bit more 
Jake, I hate to hog all the questions. No, 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 no. I, I, I just want to correct something that you said. I was a little um, um, unhappy that you had some good ideas and you stopped working on them. You talked about your dog umbrella and, and, and there was something else you had mentioned and you said the reason you stopped is because you discovered somebody else had invented something like it, that? Yeah, okay. uh, I found out, oh, sorry. No, 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 let me, let me just show you something. You see this? This is a pen. You see this? This is another pen. You see this? It's another pen. All three of these are pens and they all write, but they all are different and they all do different things, okay? And so just because somebody has invented a dog umbrella doesn't mean that yours can't be a good umbrella. It could be different, something better about it. So please, you seem to be somebody who has lots of ideas. Don't let that discourage you. When you come up with an idea, you finish it. And then you see how yours is better than somebody else's. Okay? I'm sure that it would be like pretty good. But the thing that I found was actually like all over. It was even on Amazon and it was easier because it was, it was pretty much on the, uh, on the leash and it would be easier to put it on the leash or to have a leash like that because our dog, she bites. So you couldn't put a winter coat on her. So I'd say that the leash was probably a better idea, but I actually did, um, when I like one of my ideas for when I grew up and had a job was to have this pet hotel and uh, there would be all these different pets but it would be like kind of nice because I would have to have a yard and a building and make fresh dog food I don't know if I can make the fresh dog food but I have I could have somebody to do it you can so make fresh dog food I make fresh dog food for my dogs easy really mm. well then that's good to know look so up there's my, recipes uh, all over the internet but you know what? You could make those recipes better. You could add different things to them that are even more nutritious and make a better recipe. There's all different ways Maybe to invent. I find a dog safe peanut butter and just mix it in. But uh, my mom and I made a full blueprint of poster board and we um, got dog and cat stickers and we made a whole thing. <laughs> so, and hopefully I'll get some time to spend like really a time with uh, really nice dogs because our dog bites, like I said, so I'd have a little fun with the other dogs. Daria, how old is your dog? She's like six, but she's a shih tzu and oh. does all sorts of things. So. Maybe she needs a massage coat. <laughs> she, could be in, she could be sore. She could be grouchy. Give her a massage coat. Maybe she'll sleep more. You know, she, she lays down all day. She literally, like, sometimes she just sits there, like, there was times where we couldn't get her out to take the dog out. We couldn't take her out. We couldn't get her out. We had to dip her out of her bed. <laughs> like, we wouldn't hurt her, but. So, to Jake's point about not giving up on something because somebody else made it, I know why you're, I understand why you change directions when you saw it. And it could be that that one is like, oh my gosh, that one is so good. Okay, I'm gonna move on to another idea. But some of the uh, most productive innovators I have ever met have told me that once they get this in their brain, every single thing they look at, they go, I can make that better and here's how. So it's good exercise as you're looking at these other inventions and thinking, how could I make that much better than it is today? And everything can be improved. So start thinking about that as you 
look at things, even if it's something you think that's really cool, but it'd be even cooler if it had this or that. And you may stumble upon some things at some point that are, uh, I don't want to say knockoffs, that's not the right word, but that are um, just better designs of something that you found that you really liked. And those are things you can make. It's okay to, to make something better or a little bit different. And maybe it serves a different purpose. So you're going to add some different things to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you have lots of ideas and just keep working on them. Okay. I mean, never, never give up on something. So do you, do you have a notebook? Do you keep a notebook with your ideas? Uh, not exactly. I don't really keep a notebook. You should do that. Just nothing fancy, just, you know, a pad of paper, a notebook. And when you get an idea, write it down. And then two days later, when you think about something else, go in, write it down and you'll keep track of stuff. And you'll be surprised. You'll come up with all kinds of interesting ideas. See what happens. I think my family is going to be a whole line of inventors because my mom just thought of something the other day. Well, actually, your mother can be very useful to you. Let me tell you how your mother can be useful. Watch your mother very carefully. And every time something happens to her that she makes a little unhappy, there's another way for you to make an invention. So if she trips over something, there's an invention. If she has trouble opening something, a bag, a jar, a car door, there's an invention. So watch all the little things that she has trouble with and every one of them will be an invention for you. But I honestly think that we're going to have a whole bunch of inventions. We're going to be that family that invents everything, that comes up with all the ideas, that crazy family who always thinks. Uh, maybe we should get her autograph now before she becomes famous and it gets expensive. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh. Oh, that's fantastic. So what's your next plan? Uh, I don't know uh, if I'm going to invent anymore. <gasps> or if I'm going to... No, no, you what? have to. No. You must keep inventing. You just said you were going to be that family of crazy inventors. What will you do with all of your ideas that are swirling around in your head if you're not going to invent something? I don't know if I'll come up with something down the road or if I'm just gonna like whatever I'm gonna do I'm probably gonna add like some type of flair out of it right like maybe I'll be an actor and be this famous actor maybe I'll be a teacher and be a good teacher I don't know you maybe can be more than one stuff. thing you could be as many things as you want to be you know I was uh baking with my mom one day and I was like hey maybe I'll be an actor that teaches people how to bake <laughs> in the movies and a dog and a dog hotel. And to really add a flair on that, you can be in different kinds of costume depending on the food that you're cooking. Well, you know what I could do? I could be an actor in her movies who treats who teaches people how to bake dog biscuits. There you go. In a pet hotel. That that would be great. Um, I have a dog, and so I would like to reserve a, a room in your dog hotel. Can I do that now? Can I make a reservation? I don't know where it'll be. It could be in Florida. It's all I love that. Oh, that's even better this time of year. Well, I can be in I can be in in uh, New Jersey in two hours. So um, if it's I, I if I leave now, I have the hotel ready in two hours. 
I need all a bunch of workers. I can't like lift all the heavy bricks every day. Okay, then tomorrow. Uh, Darielle, may I ask you what your plans are for the future? What do you, you know, I, you're in third grade now or fourth grade? Third. At third grade. You're, wow. You're in third grade. You know, do you have any ideas of what you want to do as you're approaching that high school age or even beyond that? Uh, I think it's one of those things where like when, you know, you uh, start exploring what you might actually want to do in the future, you know, because uh, people tend to go from thing to thing to thing, not stay right there. So like I could be in high school and I could say, I want to be a camp counselor. I want to be a sewer or that. And then I could look back and say, hey, I wanted to be a pet hotel person or an actor or a baker or a teacher. And then I'd so like it's probably one of those things where I grow and I explore what I want to do. Uh, you're way too smart to be a third grader. Well, I know what I want to be. I want to be a third grader is what I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> but so let me give you some advice then. Since you don't know what you want to be, I think what you want to be doing is learning as many things as you can about everything that there is in the world. Even, even things that you don't think you might want to be, you don't know. If you try it, you may discover you really like it. So, you know, take as, learn as many things, read books about different things, go to different places, just see what's out there. You'll, you'll discover something, a lot of good I things. I think that's good advice. Yeah, that is. I should explore everything. Yes. Tell your mother it's your, your assignment, your career assignment to just go and visit things, all kinds of places. So um, before we close up, I just wanted to ask you if you have advice for other students out there, Ooh. if they're thinking about maybe inventing or they're just not sure if they can or they're a little nervous about it, what kind of advice could you share for these students? I'd say they probably want to like go for it and take a risk because I didn't know that I'd be end up winning against people who's in whatever grade or they pro or if they did that before but I just you know went for it because I didn't know that I was going to win so I'd say that maybe just like take a chance and you know get it out there because you don't know what kind of support you'll have I told my teacher one day because she needed to sign it and then I got to share it with the class and I got some pretty good feedback because I might have liked the hearing about the idea I don't know so um just like go along and take a risk and tell people about it because you'll end up having some fun and then you can look back and say, hey, I did something really useful when I was in third grade or second grade. And fourth grade and fifth grade and sixth grade. Whatever grade there is. No, I think he's telling you, you have to keep going is what he's you telling you. Keep going. Listen, I'm very glad that you won. I'm, I'm delighted that you won, but I'll be very honest with you. Even if you hadn't won, you still would have won because you gained a wonderful experience. And, and I that's, did. that's what's important. Not the winning, but the experience. And, and you're going to go very far. Keep going, don't stop. It is a wonderful uh, experience, but I just, it completely caught me. I didn't know because it was my first chance. Like it's not totally my first chance, but uh, it was like the 
first time that I'd done anything like that. So we didn't know, but it felt good to like get out there and explore what you want to do. I just didn't like really know like, hey, am I going to win? I'm probably not going to win. I probably am going to win. Who knows? I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball, but we'll see. The reason I told you that is because the next time you invent something, you're probably not going to win. You're not going to get, you know, become pseudo famous. And, but that doesn't matter. You still have gained from it, the experience. So don't let winning be the goal. Let your experience, your growth be the goal. And then you will always win. Yeah, that's, that's good. I should say I took a new chance and I gained new knowledge. That's that's really it. It's that's that's the goal. Do you play any sports? Do you do anything with any sports? Uh, I don't play sports now. Okay, I I don't either. That's all right. Okay, but but I I see people on the basketball court shooting basketballs, and if they shoot the basketballs and it doesn't go in, they haven't lost. They've gained some exercise, they've gained some experience, they've made themselves better. And that's the way you have to look at inventing. Not that you win or lose, but that you're always growing. So you're, you're well on the path. You're gonna have a great, a great experience and a, and a great future. I think you always win as long as you're a good sport about it. It's more fun to win, but you're still gaining. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. It's more fun to find out that you did it the first try and then you're like, oh, I won. But yeah. yeah. It's good to have that experience once in life, but it's also good to take good knowledge away from other things. But 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 here's my my problem. I'm I'm concerned that you won the first time. And now the second time that you try, if you don't win, you're going to think you were a failure. And that's not true. I want you to understand. Most of the time you don't win but that doesn't mean you don't gain. And often students will, you know, from my experience in the Ohio Veg Convention, and probably you saw this in Connecticut, Jake, you may have kids that started in kindergarten and it took, you know, it, it may have been in high school, they finally won at the event. Not everybody wins at the event, but normally it's a progression. You just happen to be, have you had a brilliant idea and that was wonderful. So, you know, keep thinking of those things. Some are gonna hit, some aren't going to hit, but uh, you'll always be a hit no matter what. <laughs> that's right. Firstly, it's good that if you don't win, because that's just, that's just the final idea. You can always add and then try again. That's, yeah, right. that's Absolutely. better too. Absolutely. So before we go, do you have anything else that you would like to say to our listeners tonight? No, but uh, I'm really glad that you had me. I've never than this, but uh, I've never done a podcast, but there's a new time for this, for everything since COVID, right? Everybody's doing new things. Very good. Well, I, so. I, I, I want to say thank you. And I, let me explain why I'm thanking you. you. You may not have noticed this, but I have gray hair, okay? I'm old, okay? And all the exciting things in my life are behind me. They were things that things had already, already done, done, okay? And you are now the exciting thing in my life because I now get to talk to a young inventor who is the future. And for me, that's very exciting. So even though you thanked us, I really have to thank you because you have made now my life exciting and interesting. 
Thank you. Very good work. You did great on your very first podcast, and we hope to see you back here again <laughs> in the future, telling us about what you've made next, what you've done next, what contest you entered, and maybe what other kids you've mentored along the way. Appreciate your time tonight. Julie, is she going to be on gift? Um, I don't know. I, I will check with NMOE to see if she's going to be. It's possible. We, we have another event that we'd like to invite you on, but we're going to find out how to do that. Okay. Yeah, we have you. a global innovation field trip. It happens once a quarter. It's a 24-hour long event that we invite student innovators from around the world. And right now we have about 25 different countries on and off that participate in it. We have about 80 presentations over that 24 hour period. And it, uh, most of them are students like you of all ages from different countries who come on and just share what they've innovated, what they wanna innovate and how innovation or tell their innovation story along the way. So we'll check back with National Museum of Education to see um, if they'll extend that invite to you for the next event, which for the listening audience is April 17th and 18th. To learn more about it, you can go to the globalinnovationfieldtrip.org or it's always available on the Innovation World website. And, and if you're watching this video, this podcast, and it's after April 17th and 18th, we're also going to be doing it in July and in October and in January. Yeah. So it's going on. So there'll be another one. Yep. Thank Very you good. so much for having me, Mr. Mendelssohn and Mrs. Shively. Or Ms. Shively. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today for the Innovation World podcast. Innovation World is your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org.